Reflections on the fourth anniversary of the mass shooting at Chabad of Poway, April 27, 2019, 1460 days ago. Surviving a mass shooting was a miracle of miracles. For four years now, we have had the opportunity to relive, to rethink, to recognize and appreciate the events that occurred were far more miracles that day that we could, that we need to be thankful for. There is a blessing that we are required to say, thank you God for providing a miracle on this day and on this place. As a matter of fact, every 30 days, when you are at the place that the miracle happened, you are to say this blessing, to be grateful and to recognize and to be cognizant of the miracle that happened that day. One of the things I'll never wrap my brain around was witnessing and watching Lori Lynn Gilbert K. being slaughtered, shot and killed right in front of my own eyes. I'll never understand why we had to lose her at such a young age, such a beautiful person. I got to see her last smile and her angelic face. And she had to die right in front of me and I got to survive I'll never understand that but not a day goes by that I don't memorialize her that I don't mourn her loss and her murder it's 1460 days ago but it does truly feel like yesterday what our congregation has been through, what all the congregants who were there that day has been through, life has never been the same. And this all unfolded four years ago, April 27, 2019. Beautiful San Diego morning, Saturday morning, the last day of Passover. We all came to synagogue that day to pray and celebrate the last day of Passover and to recite Yisker, the memorial services, for those who have passed. Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay came to synagogue to memorialize her late mother. Yet, a tragedy of all tragedies have unfolded, where a young 19-year-old next-door neighbor, white American boy, comes in armed with an AR-15 high-powered rifle, opens fire, kills Lori Lynn Gilbert K. right there as I'm talking to her, and then turns his AR-15 on me and shoots four rounds and blows off my two index fingers. But for whatever reason, 
God wanted me to survive this. I had the opportunity to run and grab the children to safety. That was my priority. After the children were brought to safety, I ran back up in the line of fire, seeing who else can I help and save, only to learn that the shooter was miraculously chased out of the synagogue by some brave, heroic individuals, notably Oscar, the army veteran. When I came outside, he has already fled. My hands were wrapped in prayer shawls, bleeding profusely. I grabbed the chair and I got up on the chair and I gave a sermon, the most heartfelt sermon I've ever given in my life. And I declared to the members who had huddled right there that just a week ago we were at the Seder table and we declared in every generation they rise up against us to strike us down but God always spares us and I was shouting at the top of my voice so much emotions so passionately here again they tried to exterminate us they tried to slaughter us and eradicate us and annihilate us but God protected us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzileinu Miyodam God spared us in their hand. I reflect upon that every single day. Ever since the shooting, my life has never been the same. I live in continuous fear. Loud noises startle me. The smell of gunpowder, even striking of a match, traumatizes me. I live with that, but I live with the terrible loss of Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay, who was a very dear friend to my family and I, and to lose her, to be slaughtered so senselessly and so prematurely and so terribly, such bloodshed for only one reason, because she was a Jew and came to synagogue to pray. To witness anti-Semitism in the 21st century, firsthand. Yes, it's been 1,460 days ago, but we live with it today. To realize that this terrorist attack was the second attack on a synagogue in all United States history, six months before the Tree of Life in Pittsburgh lost 11 beautiful members by an act of a murderer terrorist. Six months to the day, our synagogue became the next target. When we contemplate what happened four years ago, when we reflect, we realize and recognize that there was far more miracles that happened that day than the tragedy. The synagogue that this happened at Chabad Poway is the synagogue that my wife and I built from ground up 
1986, we were there to acquire the empty land and to begin building our congregation, first some marginal trailers, and then in 1997, we dedicated this beautiful building. The building that was an oasis for teaching Torah, for teaching Judaism, for teaching children, young and older, for being an oasis of life, of joy and happiness to all. That is what my wife and I dedicated our life to. It was quite the struggle to make that all happen. But nothing prepared us. Nothing we could have ever imagined. That tucked away in Poway, California, that we would be the target of such hate, anti-Semitism in the 21st century. But reflecting back, we realize the far more miracles that happened that day. With the exception of losing Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay so tragically, the shooter approached this synagogue with ample ammunition to kill every single living being that was there. From my grandson, who was in the stroller sleeping, to the elderly that were there with all intent to exterminate, to slaughter and murder every single one of us. He had enough bullets to carry out the slaughter. His intent, as he declared, was to emulate what happened in New Zealand just months before, where there were no survivors, where everyone was slaughtered. He actually intended to use his G-Pro camera to live stream this terrible event. But that did not happen. What did not happen was that he got away with only one kill. There was one sacrifice, and that was Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay. Her life was sacrificed for all of us. When we look back and we reflect of what could have happened that day, what could have been the worst tragedy ever in all U.S. history ended up becoming miraculous. The fact that the terrorist chose to not shoot in the sanctuary first where everyone was gathered, which he would have had so many more targets to kill, but rather he chose to come to the lobby where only Lori and I and our grandson was sleeping in the carriage. And he took aim and killed Laurie, and then took aim at me and the children that were behind me. He then turned his AR-15 to the sanctuary where everyone was with his last two rounds. And one round flew over my son-in-law who just got married, grazed his kippah that he was wearing as he was reading from the Torah on the podium and the bullet went into the wall. The other bullet shattered one of the partitions that were there, but no one got hurt. The miracles that the children that were playing behind me in the banquet hall only got harmed with shrapnel. The miracle that four high-powered bullets coming right at me just blew my fingers off, but no other vital organs 
I'll never understand that. How I survived this. The miracle that the hero, Oscar, the army veteran, was sitting in the last row, got up in bravery and ran towards the shooter as he was shooting flying bullets and screamed at him and startled him that the shooter was unable to reload his cartridges, but rather grabbed the stuff and ran out. The miracle that Jonathan, the Border Patrol agent who just drove two and a half hours to be at services were there to pursue the shooter into his car and to take aim to neutralize him. But he only got away. The miracle that the shooter surrendered. The miracle that no one else got hurt. That there was no bloodbath that I imagined. After I brought the children to safety and I ran back up, I didn't know what to expect. When I walked into the sanctuary, I, I was anticipating a horrible bloodbath, but only to see that it was vacant. Everyone got away. We think about the multiple amount of miracles that occurred that day. My wife and daughter and son were walking and they were just a couple minutes late. If they would have been a couple minutes earlier, they would have been in the lobby talking with Lori. And other congregants told me they as well were on the way. They were a little late. If they would have been a little early, they would have been in the lobby. There are so many what ifs that could have happened. And this is my reflections four years later. 1,460 days. Yes, I live with PTSD every single day. My life has never been the same. I have learned to appreciate life. I have learned to really introspect what living means. I have repented on the many of sins I have committed. I have pleaded with God to forgive me. I've pleaded to mankind to forgive me, to allow me to begin life anew. Because truly, April 27, 2019 could have been my day of death. But God has given me a bonus round to be able to be the spokesperson, to have a mouth and have the ability to talk and to teach and to inspire. And that is my reflection four years later. I look back what my natural reflex was to the shooting. I think about every single member of the congregation who was there that day, how traumatized they have been. The children who had to flee and hide to protect themselves, how they have suffered how the parents suffered looking for the children, how Laurie Kay's family have suffered the terrible loss of the wife, the mother, the sister, how we all have been scarred forever by this terrible tragedy, how a 19-year-old next-door neighbor white American would do this to us what possibly could have possessed his mind 
to be so evil. One will never know. But I realized right away that we cannot change what happened, but we can change how we react. And if you look back four years ago, how we reacted, how I reacted, how the congregation reacted, after coming out of surgery, I spoke to the vice chairman of the Chabad movement, Rabbi Moshe Ketlarsky, and I asked him, what is my message of survival? And the rabbi reminded me the words of the Rebbe, where there is darkness, there has to be light. And a little bit of light pushes away a lot of darkness, how much more so a lot of light. I then reflected how 40 years before 1977, the Grand Chabad Rabbi Schneerson wrote that to me, a personal letter. When I was a teenager studying in Paris, France, he wrote me those exact words. He finished off the, his letter and wrote, if a little bit of light pushes away a lot of darkness, how much more a lot of light. That my responsibility now was to talk to the world and teach them that we need to push the darkness away with light. And light is doing acts of goodness and kindness. And that became my message. The very next day I had a press conference in front of the synagogue and I began speaking to the world. I spoke at every television network. My message went global. And the message was a resounding message of resilience, of survival, faith in God, and appreciation of the miracles. Both of my hands were bandaged coming out of surgery. But my emotions, my soul, my heart was pouring out to the world. Pureness from my heart. Thanking God for surviving and thanking God for sparing everyone and heartbroken of the terrible loss of Laurie Lynn Gilbert Kay. What began from that day was a journey to continuously talk to the world, inspire the world, whoever I meet, wherever I can go. I found myself in the White House, in the Oval Office, talking to the President, talking to 27 million Americans from the Rose Garden, I found myself traveling to Auschwitz, talking to 800 students from the former Soviet Union to get inspiration how to stand up against anti-Semitism. I spoke in Brazil. I spoke in Croatia. I found myself talking to the United Nations. My journey has just begun. Realizing how human I am, realizing my weaknesses, realizing my faults, realizing the importance of to really get to know who you are, to repent for your wrongdoings, and to beg for forgiveness, and to offer forgiveness, and to realize how short life is, and how fragile life is, and how quickly and easy life can be taken away from us. Reflecting four years ago on this day, the anniversary of the shooting is a reflection of being grateful to God, thanking God Almighty for sparing us, 
thanking God Almighty for allowing the rest of us to be alive. Crying to God, why, God, why did Lori Lynn Gilbert Kay have to be slaughtered and murdered on that day? That her body and her soul would be a sacrifice for all of us. That may her soul continue to soar in heaven and be a beacon of light and blessing for all of us. And God, give me the opportunity. Accept my penance. Accept my remorse. Accept me. Allow me to continue on being your emissary, to continue on bringing light to the world, that my survival of this mass shooting should not be in vain, but it should be for purpose, a purpose to continuously be a voice of resilience, of survival or encouragement, so that we can continuously bring light to where there's darkness. And may God bless our congregation, the congregation that I began 40 years ago should continue to flourish and grow, that we should eradicate all evil and darkness that exists, any forces that's trying to destroy us should be eliminated. That God should bless us with unity, with togetherness, because only where there's unity enters togetherness that God will bless us. Let us realize and recognize that we can't change what happened, but we can change what's going to happen. It's like life is like sitting in a car where there is a rear view mirror that is very tiny. We look up only once in a while. Life is in the rear view mirror. What happened in the past, it's in the rear view mirror. What's most important is the grand, beautiful windshield that's in front of us, the great future that we have. So let's pray to God Almighty on this day, the anniversary, the fourth anniversary of this terrible mass shooting. Let's pray to God that God should heal our hearts, that God should bring comfort and consolation to the extended K. Gilbert family, that God should heal all the hearts of all the members whose lives were shattered and traumatized that day. God should heal our congregation so we can regroup and be united and continue to grow from strength to strength. God bless the United States of America, that we should no longer know of any mass shooting, of any losses, of any sadness. And God bless you for being part of this beautiful world, seeing the best in everyone, and praying and hoping for better times, the resurrection of the dead, where Lori would be once again reunited with all of us, and the revelation of the Messiah through our acts of goodness and kindness should happen speedily in our days. Amen.